The WLEW Sports Network presents the MHSAA Tournament with Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. March Madness is upon us, and the road to the Breslin Center is officially underway. It's the official start of the MHSA tournament, and you're listening to District 96, hosted by Cass City High School on the WLW Sports Network. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. To the right of me, once again, is Coach Mark Gainforth. Hello again. It's been exciting the last game we were here, and we're back at the same venue, and honestly, I'm looking forward to a great district. From this point forward, it is win or go home. We have six local teams all vying for the first piece of postseason hardware, and it's Cass City, Lakers, Bad Axe, Sandusky, Harbor Beach, and USA. The question is, who is going to be able to hoist that district trophy come Friday night? You know, I, I had a little better handle on that um, the last time we talked, but since a week has gone by, I think there's 14 that legitimately could win this district now. Tonight, we have a doubleheader of action in the first game. Harbor Beach and Bad Axe will face off, followed by USA and Sandusky. But first, we'll break down all of the teams from District 96 in the next coming hour. So stay tuned, and we'll dive into all of the March Madness right here on your Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. Up first, it's Bad Axe against Harbor Beach, and then USA and Sandusky. The next five hours, full of basketball action just for you on Sports Radio 1021 in live worldwide at WLWSports.com. It's the start of the road to the Breslin Center. It's the MHSA Tournament on WLW Sports. Tonight's presentation of game number one of our doubleheader tonight is being brought to you by on WLW Sports by Thumb Seitler, the talk of the thumb, and DIA Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. McVeigh Insurance Agency. Harbor Beach Community Schools. Albert Insurance Agency. Flannery Auto Mall. Michigan High School Athletic Association. Harbor Beach True Value. Ramsey Fair Home. Our family serving yours for 75 years. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Internet services are provided by Anger Valley Services on the Blazing Suite of their TrueNet 4G Wireless Network. Go to AngerValleyServices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation. Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Well, good evening, folks, from one of the best weeks of the entire year, Districts. It's the time of the year when the stakes are raised. It's win or go home, and the dark horses can wreak all sorts of havoc on everyone else's plans. Good afternoon, folks, from Cassidy, Michigan, where a re- newly renovated gym is playing host to District 96 all week long with two games tonight between Bad Axe and Harbor Beach and then USA and Sandusky. Then on Wednesday, another doubleheader with Cassidy playing either the Hatchets or Pirates with Lakers taking on the Patriots or Sandusky Wolves. Then on Friday, it's the county's largest stage for basketball, the district championship. And the best part, you'll hear every single second of the action right here on the WLW Sports Network. My name is Clark Ramsey, your host for the entire tournament. And to my right would be no stranger to the postseason, the former head coach of the USA Patriots, Mark Gainforth. 
Well, as I was saying before, you know, it's exciting to be here. I know, you know, even as a player when I was in high school or a coach or even a fan, this is just the favorite part of the year. And actually, we're watching Cassidy girls practice here and we have a little legitimate chance of winning the regionals here next week or this week. So hats off for them for their accomplishments and good luck going forward. Yeah, they'll play tomorrow against New Lothar, but I'm not sure where that uh, regional is. Uh, typically, uh, well, we've seemed to be in Flint for quite some time, but uh, we'll, we'll see where they are. Normally when we begin districts weeks, there's usually a favorite in the field, and then it's theirs to lose. This year, though, it's a prankle, prankly the opposite. Cass City may be the top seed with Lakers at number two, where there may be more contenders than not for the district championship. Lakers and Cass City split their games this season. Banax and Cass City split. Lakers and Banax went into overtime in their second matchup. Saneski already beat Lakers this season by double digits. And even Hyper Beach and USA could make some noise this week. We're in store for some great basketball this entire week. Yeah, I thought, you know, again last week, I thought the clear favorites for this were maybe Badax, Cass City, and Lakers. But I think Sandusky beating Lakers last week have really shot up their hopes of maybe taking home the crown. And, you know, that's four out of the six teams, and you never knew about the other two. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen here, and it's going to unfold here shortly. The first game tips off tonight between the Bad Axe Hatches and Harbor Beach Pirates at 5.30 p.m. in St. Esky and USA right around 7 p.m. In the meantime, we're going to break down each of the four teams taking to the court tonight. Yeah, I think matches will be key to, you know, each team – scouting, see what they can get advantage from the other team. And I think when the night's over, the best team usually wins, but in March, you never know. When we return, we'll take a look at our second game matchup first between the Patriots and the Sandusky Wolves. And it's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network's presentation of District 96 of the MHSA Tournament with Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth as we're ready to kick things off from Cass City, Michigan in about 45 minutes here now. And the Sandusky Wolves are in your second game tonight taking on the USA Patriots. And Sandusky enters tonight at 14-7 and overall. They've won seven of their last eight games, though. Their only loss will be to the first place in the East Brown City Green Devils. In the Greater East, they finished 10-2, came in second place. Their only losses to Brown City in league play. And head coach would be Brandon Keyboard in his first year at the helm, going 14-7 so far. It's a 6.66 batting average. And she replaced Tristan Pennington, who's now down in Marlette, who at the helm was for 10 years, going 94-120. The Wolves of Sandusky are scoring 44.7 points per game. That's the 10th best offense in the Greater Conference or best known as fifth worst, still though nine and a half better than USA. On defense, Sandusky is giving up just 37 points per game. That is the best in the entire conference of all 14 teams, and they are up against the conference's worst tonight, USA, by 20 points. Average margin of victory in Sandusky's favor by 7.7 points. That's the fifth best in the GTC. Aside from a new mascot this season, Sandusky had a new coach at the helm for the program for the 2023 season. With that, the Wolves began the new campaign losing four of their first five games, and it was looking going to be like a long season. But since losing to Reese back on December 16th, Sandusky has lost just three total times, while accumulating 13 wins during that time, 
Two losses were to the Greater Than East champions Brown City and once to BWAC team Yale. Just four days ago, Sandusky slammed the Greater Than West co-champs Lakers by 18 points at home to round out the regular season. Yeah, I think we're all a little bit surprised about how they shot against Lakers. I'm sure Lakers were surprised too. Um, do they have that capability to continue that growing forward in the district? We'll see. But I think defense travels, and they have the best defense in the conference, the Greater Thumb Conference. So I would say, hi, Coach Roosevelt. <laughs> I would Everyone has to kiss the Kings in <laughs> ring here, you know, tonight. <laughs> I, I just have to see if, if they come out with that intensity and see if they can knock down some shots. Sandusky is led in scoring by a junior, Braden Bender, who is averaging 7.8 points per game. After that, the Wolves have a trio of players all averaging just under 7 points per game. Kyle Giebord at 6.8, Caleb Menard at, uh, Caleb Menard at 6.8, and Jackson Cartanis at 6.7. As a team, Sandusky hits five three-pointers a game, making 29% of all attempts this season. Inside the arc, the Wolves of Sandusky make 12 baskets on 27 attempts on average, that's a 44% clip. Altogether, Sandusky has made 38% of all shots taken this season. With that said against Lakers, Sandusky shot 32 three-pointers and made 13 of them against the Green and White, led by Caleb Minard, with who went 8 for 11 from beyond the arc to defeat the Lakers 67-49. Yeah, that's the confusing part. I think if you look at the stats, they don't have anybody in the double figures, but, you know, if they can make... Um, that many threes in one game. I think the coach maybe just let them loot. And I, we'll see if they do that against USA tonight. But uh, I don't expect a high-scoring game. I don't think so either. It's time for a short break in the WLW Sports Center. When we return, we'll take a look at the team going up, up against the Sandusky Wolves in the second game tonight. And that would be the USA Patriots. Right here in your Harvard home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 in live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. As our first game of our doubleheader action tonight, Harbor Beach and Maddox. But before we get to them, let's talk about Sandusky and USA. We've already talked about the Wolves of Sandusky, formerly known as the Redskins. Now let's talk about the USA Patriots. It's not the best-looking resume, but let's go through it. They enter tonight with an 0-21 record. Their last win came 390 days ago. In 30 games ago, and their last win was against Carroll last February. Greater than West, they finished 0-11. That's last place in the West. Outscored in divisional games by an average score of 33-60. to Craig Morton is the head coach for the USA Patriots in his third year. Over that time, he's gone 4-50. For the 2023 campaign, it's not pretty. USA is scoring 35.2 per game on offense. That's the Cowards' worst offense in 9.5 less than St. Husky, so not bad there. On defense, also the last slot in the Greer Conference at 57 points per game they're allowing, and behind the Wolves by 20 points who have the number one defense in the conference. Average margin of victory for USA, negative 21.8, not in their favor. It's been tough sledding for this season for the U Patriots of USA, to say the least. A winless regular season with just four of their losses coming in single digits. They came very close last Thursday, though, when they hosted Mark Millington and were actually leading with six seconds left in the game before the Cardinals tied it up to force overtime and eventually took the five-point victory. 
The elements are there, but the USC Patriots just have not been able to piece it all together for four quarters yet this season. They lost to Sandusky back on January 6th by just 12 points, 50-38. to 38. Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, USA is going to face a different Sandusky team than they faced in early January. And You know, it's a tough thing to go through a winless season. I think a lot of stars are going to have to align tonight for USA to win. Landon Bursick has been the bright spot for the USA offense, averaging 8.3 per game, including a game-high 22 points against Millington just last Thursday. After that, Brady Wiederhold is posting a 5.3 average, Michael Jacobs at 4.9, and then Justin Jacobs and Landon Russell each at 4 points. Dirk Ryerson is the only other Patriot above a 2-point average at 3.6 per game. One thing about USA, they're a very young team, and I think their young players have improved. But I, I, yes, I will agree. I think going forward, though, these young players all have to step up, not just one or two of them, you know, whole team effort to beat Sandusky tonight. USA and Sandusky will face off in our second game tonight. Tip-off of our first game, Bad Axe and Harbor Beach is now just 30 minutes away. Up next, we'll shift our attention to the Hatchets and the Pirates. Keep it locked on. Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. It's District 96 on the WLW Sports Network. The MHSA tournament is officially underway, and the road to the Breslin Center is a one-way street. The Harbor Reach Pirates and the Bad Axe Hatchets are facing off in our first game tonight. And the Pirates enter tonight with a 7-11 record, where they have won three of their last four games with seven wins on the season. In the Greater of the East, Harbor Beach finished 5-6. That's fourth place in the Greater of the East, six games behind Brown City, who went undefeated. Head coach for the Pirates, Ron Rubel. Head coach since 1994 and with his 30th postseason starting tonight. In that time, he's gone 410 in 229, a 642 batting average with five district titles in tow. The Pirates of Harbor Beach this season are posting 48.3 points per game on offense. That's right in the middle of the conference pack at number eight and 8.9 points less than Badax. On defense, Harbor Beach is giving up 47.3, again right in the middle of the conference, this time at number seven, two points less than Badax. Average margin of victory, though, is in their favor by one point, and again at number eight of the 14 GTC teams at 11 points less, though, than the Hatchets' average margin of victory. Even before the basketball season began, Harbor Beach lost their leading scorer, Tan Babcock, to an ACL injury. Last year, Babcock averaged 11.8 per game. As the team adjusted to not having him on the active roster, the Pirates start out the season losing six of their first eight games. Only once this season has Harbor Beach been able to put together two wins in a row, which just happens to be the last two games they've had on their schedule, which was against Memphis and Marlette. In the last month, the Pirates have won three of their last four games, beating KPAC, Memphis, and Marlette by an average of 27 points. The question for tonight is, is Harbor Beach peaking at the right time? That's a really difficult question to <laughs> ask me. It's, it's hard to tell because of the competition they played at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, so you can get caught into thinking you're playing better, but maybe the teams that you're playing aren't as competitive. But winning the last three of, the, of four, I think that's really important coming into a district. 
Stepping up in Tanton Babcock's absence this season has been a freshman-senior combo of Benson Harper and Jace Knoblock, making up nearly 60% of the entire Pirate offensive attack. Freshman Benson Harper is averaging 15.1 this season, while Jace Knoblock is at 13.6. Jack Fisher has been chipping in eight points with Seth and Whiskey at 3.7. I was able to see a Harbor Beach early this season. I was really impressed with Harper, a freshman guard. He's really got a great skill set, shoots the ball really well. And Knoblock, he's just a gritty player, and I just interested to see how much they've, the other players on the team have improved. We got the uh, district uh, trophy on our, our table here the whole week. I love this. I can take it home. Yeah, perfect. You, right. Like, because you don't have enough. I don't have any. No, oh, okay. They're not right. with my in my possession anyway. <laughs> well, we are 22 minutes away from tipping off Harbor Beach and Bannex in our first game of our tonight's double header in just 22 minutes. Up next, we'll break down the Bannex hatches. So keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth from our Egg Valley Services court signed seats in Cass City, Michigan, as District 96 is about to tip off here in supposedly 17 minutes, despite the gym being, uh, I think there might be more room in the parking lot than in the gym. Well, it's going to be a 5.30 start. That's, you know, unusual. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. People get out of work, you know. They'll probably be a late arriving crowd. Well, let's talk about the Bad Axe Hatchets. We've already talked about their opponent tonight, the Harbor Beach Pirates. Bad Axe enters with a 16-4 overall record. They enter tonight riding a three-game win streak and winning five of their last seven. In the Greertham West, Bad Axe finished 8-3. That's good enough for third place. Just one game out of splitting the title with Lakers and Cass City. Eric Glaza, the head coach for the Bad Axe Hatchets in his first year, Going 16 and four, that's winning 800. Uh, excuse me, 80 percent of all games coached so far. He was the JV coach under Mark Krug, the former head coach for Bad Axe, who won three dis- districts in his time. The Bad Axe Hatchets are scoring 57.2 points per game on offense. That's the third best offense in the conference, and 8.9 better than Harbor Beach on offense. Defensively, they are giving up 45.3 per game. That's number five in the Greater Thumb Conference and has Harbor Beach beat by two points defensively. Average margin of victory in Bad Axe's favor by 12 points, the third best differential in all of the Greater Thumb Conference. Bad Axe began the season with eight straight wins and taking 11 victories in their first 12 games, losing to just Lakers in that span. They would end up losing to Lakers twice in the season, once in overtime, splitting with Cass City then, and then a loss against Sanford Meridian back three weeks ago. Otherwise, 16 total wins since the season began, and they've defeated Vassar, Carroll, and Flint International to enter the postseason, winning three games in a row. You know, I'm looking at Badex and their program. They've been one of the best programs the last 10 years in the thumb, and it looks like Cloak. Coach Glaza's got them trending in the right direction. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to watching them. I know they play hard. Um, they get after it defensively. And it'll be an exciting game because of the number of threes they should throw up. Bad Axe was led by their senior, Keaton Brown, who is just coming back from a pretty serious ankle injury, suffered in the last seconds of that Sanford Meridian game loss back on that February 13th. 
As a junior, Brown posted a 7.9 average and has over doubled that this year to 16.7. Michael Jansen is the only other hatchet in double digits at 10.2, but 6'4", big man down low, senior Jake McPhee is close behind with a 9.1 average. Maddox averages 55 shots a game, 20, 23 of them outside the arc, making seven per game. When the hatches get hot, especially from beyond the arc, they can make, they can be very tough to stop. Yeah, the ratio between their three-pointers and their field goals is kind of surprising. Uh, you see that maybe in the NBA. I think probably they go through offensive droughts, and I'm wondering if McPhee is going to be able to make a difference in the inside to kind of hold off some of the droughts when they don't shoot the ball very well. It's time for a short break on the WLW Sports Center. When we return, we'll take a look at the other team of tonight's second game. Well, that's actually the wrong script there. We're going to take a look at the tail of the tape right here in your Harwood home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network. Up first, Harbor Beach and Van Axe, followed by USA and Sandusky. And in the doubleheader action and the first night of the postseason of the MHSA tournament right here on WLW Sports. The road to the Breslin Center is officially underway, and it's a win or go home the rest of the way out. It's March Madness. It's the best time of the year. Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth with your call tonight from Cassidy, Michigan. Steve Bone, the typical in-game analysis. He's on a charter bus somewhere cruising the south. Yeah, he usually didn't like pressure games anyway, so... <laughs> He probably had to leave the state. Well, he did leave the state. in That's Florida. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I, you know, I knew it about him. Yeah. He just did not like those moments. He, he loves just the, the, the silent gyms. Just Nobody knows what happened in the lockers before the game, but <laughs> I would bring my Kleenex a few times. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Well, let's talk about the tail of the tape between the Harbor Beach Pirates and Bad Axe Hatches. We're ready to tip that game off in just under seven minutes here. Harbor Beach has struggled to find their footing this season, missing 10 Babcock due to an ACL injury, leaving many Pirate fans asking for themselves, what if? Their current 7-11 record is the first time in five seasons, being under 500 entering the postseason. Bad Axe has actually ended Harbor Beach's season the last two years in districts, and the Pirates have not beaten the Hatchets since 2018, with five straight losses to the Hatchets. I think the key for Harbor Beach tonight, obviously, is defending the three and get, limiting them to one possession. I think if they can do that and control the tempo a little bit, it might be a good game. Bad Axe's season began with eight straight wins before falling short to Lakers twice and Cass City once to finish third in the Greertham West race. In multiple games this season, Bad Axe has been down by double digits before coming back in the last few minutes with hot shooting. Entering the MHSA tournament, Bad Axe has won nine of their last 11 games. Their only losses, one in overtime to Lakers by just two points in Sanford Meridian by seven the following game. It'll be interesting to see how Bad Axe defends Harbor Beach, whether they'll pressure their young guards and maybe make a full-court pressure. I, I'm expecting to see some full-court pressure sometime during the game. Head-to-head, Bad Axe has the advantage on offense, averaging 57.2 per game. Harbor Beach at 48.3. Offensively, Hatchets by 8.9 points. On defense, it gets closer. Bad Axe with the fifth best defense in the conference. Harbor Beach at number seven. 45.3 for Bad Axe, 47.3 for Harbor Beach. Bad Axe favored by two points on defense. 
So if I go by stats in stats alone, Bad Axe is favored by 10.9 points. Las Vegas has the Bad Axe Hatchets favored by 8.5 points. The winner of tonight's game will go on to face the number one seed of District 96, as well as the host of District 96, Cass City, on Wednesday in the first game on Wednesday at 5.30 in the semifinals. Harbor Beach and Bad Axe were supposed to play this past Thursday, but because of the weather and the district draw, that game was canceled. It didn't feel like playing it twice in the last four days. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley and Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Well, the current standings are Clark Ramsey 3, Las Vegas 3, Steve Bone and Mark Gainforth combining for two wins this season. And I guess I will go first, even though I have not thought about this one iota. Haven't had a score not in fair, my mind not at fair, all. Craig, oh, not fair, Oh, you want to go first? No, but I'll let you go. Okay, well... It, you can go. It does. I, I would like to think you have a little more advantage going second. Go ahead. Okay. All right. I'll, well, put, I'll, I'll go first the next game. Okay. All right. There you go. I'm going to take Banax 59, Harbor Reach 47. Yeah, we're close. I got Banax 64 and Harbor Beach 45. Okay. So you have Banax by 19. I have Banax by 12 points. Like we said, Las Vegas has the hatchets favored by a conservative eight and a half points. So, Mark, we have a few minutes to burn here, actually, because we're surprisingly doing well in commercials. I think that's, I think it's a Steve Bone issue, actually, when we're, we're running off on commercials. But what's it like going into the postseason? Would you rather play on Monday of districts to get the week going, or would you want to have that bye to go on on fresh legs on Wednesday? Yeah, I always wanted to play Monday. I think, I think any time you get into a tournament when it's one and done, I think that puts more pressure um, down the line for teams on Wednesday waiting for a game. And I think getting your feet wet that first night is really important for the coaches and the players. And what, I mean, it sounds like a lot of the teams were able to actually practice over here on the weekend. How important is that to get acclimated to this gym? I mean, for the Greater Than West teams, you're playing here at least once a year. But how big of a deal is it? What's it like? It feels like whenever you walk down those those five, six steps entering into the Cassidy pit here, your entire just equilibrium is thrown off. I think early in my coaching years, I thought it was really important to come to those shootouts or shoot-arounds on the weekends before the district. But as I got older, I didn't. And plus the fact we were in the same, usually in the same, you know, division as the team hosting. So we were at that gym at least once that year. So we declined to go. I think it is pra it's important to practice and shoot the week and before the, the districts. And I think uh, these teams here, I know, still take advantage of coming to Cass City. We just never did. That's true. All right, well, it, it certainly bode well in your favor over the years as well. But I, I guess I would agree with you, but I don't know <laughs> if that had anything to do with coming here uh, to practice. That's everything. very true. That's very true. All right, we're going to take one more short break. and return, we'll have your starting lineups as well as the national anthem and all the festivities as the District 96 is about to begin from Kansas City, Michigan. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. 
Beautiful rendition of the national anthem there, sung by sophomore at Kansas City, Casey Gray, standout volleyball player as well as softball, and the more importantly, and perhaps most known for being the daughter of Andy Gray, the uh, PA announcer for the football program. Let's take you through the starting lineups for both the Banangs, Hatches, and Hover Beach Pirates in our first game of the district doubleheader here tonight. We'll start with the away team, which will be technically the Hover Beach Pirates. And they're coached, of course, by Ron Rubel for 30 years, going 410 and 229. Benson Harbor, the leading scorer for the Pirates, a freshman, just six foot, and a freshman, number 10, leading with 15.1 points per game, getting the start tonight as usual. Jack Fisher, a junior, averages eight points per game, number 11, getting the start. Six foot one junior, number 12, averaging 3.7 per game, Seth Nowiski for Harbor Beach. And a guard, a 5'11 senior, averaging nine-tenths of a point per game, number 22, Andrew Weber. And Jace Kinoblock, a 6'3 senior, averaging 13.6 points per game. Excuse me, Andrew Weber averaging 2.8 per game. For the Bad Axe Hatchets, they are coached by Eric Glassett in his first year. They're going 16-4 over that time so far. Getting his start tonight, Michael Jansen, a 5'11 sophomore, number two, averages 10.2 points per game. Griffin Meinhold normally in the starting lineup, not tonight, though. Instead, we have number 20, a 5'10 senior, Drayden Romas, who averages 1.2 per game, as well as Keaton Brown, the number 11, the leading scorer on the team, a 5'11 senior, averages 16.7 per game, Keaton Brown. Chase Walker on the guard on the wing, a six-foot senior, number 35, a averages 7.2 per game. And then the big man down low, the six-foot-four senior, averaging 9.1 per game, number 40, Jake McPhee. Banax in their home white uniforms, Banax in blue above and below the numbers in yellow, blue, and gold stripes down the side. Our Beach in their road black uniforms, script beach in black, white outline, white numbers, orange outline, around the numbers with a skull and crossbones on their right shorts for tonight. Mark Gainforth, any initial thoughts here before we tip off between Jason Knobloch and Jake McPhee? Let's get it started. It's an exciting uh, week. Let's get it started right. Your officials tonight, Jason Andreski, Jeff Zaluko, and Dale Stevenson, three-man crew. And the tip is won by Jace Knobloch for the Pirates into the hands of Andrew Weber over to Benson Harbor right wing. Ray Romas comes out to meet him in the man-to-man. Dribbling to his left, to the left wing, to Weber. Back to the hands of Harper. Gets a screen from Knoblock. Dribbling around the perimeter at the right elbow. Nothing there. Back to Weber, left wing. Dribbles down to the short corner. Nothing. Good defense here thus far from the Van Axe Hatchets. Back to the hands of Harper. Dribbling his way around. Jump stop down to the baseline. Pivots back out to Weber. At the jump shot and the left elbow. This one's airmailed and saved by Harper Beach. But it's into the hands of Robaz for Van Axe. In transition, that will be a walker. Takes the jump shot off the backboard, in for two points, and Badax leads 2-0. 7-19 remaining in the first quarter. 2-0, Badax leading. Weber over to the right wing to Benson Harper against Romas. Down inside to number 11, that would be Jack Fisher. This one's off the mark, and another rebound. Brought this time, brought down by Walker. Back up to Keaton Brown. Just gets a screen from McPhee, dribbles to his left, picks it up immediately. Over to the left wing to Jansen. Jansen to Romas in the corner against Harper. Flashing would be Brown. Now Walker flashing. He gets it in the short corner. Kicks it back to the top to Jansen to Keaton Brown right wing. 
Jason O'Black guarding him, taking his time. Back up to Walker. Walker takes the three, top of the key, and this one's good. Walker with all five points for the Hatchets. Makes it 5 nothing. Six and a half to play in the first quarter. 5 nothing. Bad Axe over Harbor Beach. Benson Harbor dribbling around the perimeter to Weber, left wing. Back to the top to Nowiski to the right wing. That would be number 11, Jack Fisher. Down inside, Jason Oblock wide open. Nice move, spinning to the basket. And in for two points, Harbor Beach is on the board. 6-12 remaining in the first quarter. 5-2, Bad Axe by three. Top of the key. This time, Jansen takes a three. This one barely touches the iron, and rebound brought down by Jason Oblock, the first rebound of the night for the Pirates. Benson Harper across midcourt at the free throw line, dribbles his way, spins inside the lane, puts it up, and it does not have the touch, and rebound for Keaton Brown for the Hatchets. Brown pushing tempo, and it's stolen and knocked out of bounds by Weber, who got into the passing lane intended for Walker on the right wing. Definitely Baddock's trying to push tempo here. Um, the outlet pass is going up the sideline, and they're trying to get it inside or pull up for the jumper. They feed it inside on the inbound from the sideline to Jake McPhee to the opposite block. No one was over there to guard him, and he gets his first points. It's 7-2, Bad Axe by five points. 5.35 left in the first quarter. Bad Axe 7, Harbor Beach 2. Benson Harper dribbling and loses the handle on it. He's right at midcourt. He's in trouble, and it's nearly stolen away. Now it is stolen away by Jake McPhee, the first turnover of the night. Keaton Brown, top of the key. Gets a screen for McPhee. Pulls up for the three. Brown, no. And rebound is still loose and saved by Benson Harper, dribbling on one knee. 7-2, Bad Axe by five points. Benson Harper dribbling to his left against Romas. From a distance, over to Weber. Back to Harper immediately. Now screen comes in from Nowiski. Dribbling into the free throw line. Jump shot is up and it's smooth. Benson Harper's first points. Comes at 4.55 left in the first quarter. 7-4, a one-possession ball game. Bad Axe by three points. Into the corner to Jansen, and we have an offensive foul. There's going to be a moving screen called against the Bad Axe Hatchets, and that will be Jake McPhee's first personal, as well as Bad Axe's first as well. 4.42 left in the first quarter, 7-4. Bad Axe leading by three points. Harbor Beach, 90 feet from their own basket, left to right across your radio. Andrew Weber, acting point guard, hands it off to Benson Harper against Romas, dribbling five feet from midcourt. Over to the right wing to... Jack Bisher. Bisher back to Harper. Double screen at the opposite block for Nowitzki and Knoblock. Knoblock flashes inside, gets it, and it's knocked away by McPhee. Now another tip pass, and this one is stolen away by Jansen. Two turnovers for the Pirates tonight. Gives the ball back to the Bad Axe Hatchets with his 7-4 three-point lead. And it's stolen away by Andrew Weber, but can't hang on to it. Goes out of bounds right from the Bad Axe. Student section, dressed in all black tonight. Not confusing at all. And we have first substitution tonight for the Bad Axe Hatchets. That'd be Grady Seltz, the 5'11 sophomore, replacing Jaden Romas. 4.08 remains in the first quarter. Bad Axe 7, Harbor Reach 4. Keaton Brown gets the screen from McPhee. Releases out of that, and now he's in the corner. Dribbling against Nowiski. Another screen comes in from McPhee. Switches there, and now Knoblock on him. Dribbles into traffic. He's in the paint, back out to Walker. Walker dives inside the lane, caps, kicks it to the opposite block to McPhee. This one goes right over top of the iron, and rebound brought in by Harper. Good defense there from the Pirates. Benson Harper into the corner to Jack Fisher for three. This one's no good. Rebound ripped down by Jake McPhee with authority. In transition, Grady Seltz, and we have a foul as Benson Harper actually going to call this one on Jack Fisher. 
It looks no, like Maddox. Sorry, it looks like Maddox is going to change up guys on uh, Harper tonight. Harper just doesn't look like a freshman guard. He handles himself really well, and they've already switched out and uh, got another guy guarding him. Brown immediately inbounds to Jansen. The shot for the three is no good in the corner. Rebound brought down by Harper Beach. I completely agree. Looked the same way on the football field as well. Benson Harper at the right wing, dribbles all the way into the free throw line and gets fouled on his way up. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. First time and first trip for the Pirates tonight. Foul goes against number five, Grady Seltz. That's his first team second. Benson Harper on the season, a 71% free throw shooter on 25 of 35 free throws through the first 18 games this season. First free throw, smooth as silk for the freshman. Makes it a two-point ball game. Seven to five with 3.17 remaining in the first quarter. Second free throw is good as the first. It's a one-point ball game. Seven to six. Banax by just one point. 3.15 and counting here in the first quarter. Walker banked up to Brown over to the corner to Grady Seltz against Jack Bisher. And a bit of Aaron pass. And over to Keaton Brown, right wing. Goes down the baseline, puts it up off the glass, in for two points for the senior. Nice looking move there from Keaton Brown. His first points tonight. Nine to six. Mannix back out by three points. Ever reach across midcourt. Benson Harper. Acting point guard to the high post to Seth and Whiskey. Back to Harper. At the right wing now. Back up to Weber. Against Grady Seltz. Drills to his left down the left side of the lane. Kicks it back out to Harper, top of the key. Harper. Looks for a screen from Nowiski. Now he gets it. Now he's at the right wing. Dribbling all the way down. Jump stop at the right block. Fade away. Jump shot. And floater is good for Benson Harper. He has six. Nine to eight. Back to a one-point game. Benson Harper averages 15.1 per game. He already has six points through the first six minutes of the ball game. Top of the key, Keaton Brown for Banax. Takes a three. This one's short. And rebound tracked down by Andrew Weber. And we have a jump ball. As Grady Seltz got his hands on it, and that'll be Badak's ball. It'll be interesting to see if uh, Harper could handle this pressure the whole game. He's actually uh, handling or doing most of the offense on his own right now. So the natives of Harper Beach are restless on that call, and as Badak gets the ball underneath their own basket, gives it to Jake McPhee in the corner. Dribbles all the way and just clips it to the opposite corner. Drayden Romas takes a three. That one not, look, not the best-looking shot. And Nowiski brings in the rebound for Harper Beach. Benson Harper brings the ball up of left right across the radio. At the right wing against Romas, who just checked in a moment ago. He dribbles his way in, back out to Jack Fisher. Can't hang on to it. Gives it back to Andrew Weber. Top of the key, top of the high screen to Jace Knoblack. Back over to Fisher for three. This one's way off the mark. And rebound brought in by Keaton Brown for Badax. Brown across midcourt. Into the corner to Romas. Romas back to Jansen. Resets the offense. Eric Lazar calls the call in. Into the corner. Romas for three. This one is blocked by Bisher, and Knoblock brings in the rebound. Nine to eight. Badax by one point. A minute 20 left in the first quarter. Badax has never trailed in this ballgame. Harbor Beach has net led. Benson Harbor, top of the key. Against, gets the screen from Knoblock. Dribbles down the left side of the lane. Double team there. Into the corner. Jack Bisher at the left elbow takes the jump shot. No good. And a rebound brought in by Keaton Brown once again. Badax by one. Keaton Brown at the right wing extended. Starts his dribble. One minute remaining in the first quarter. Eric Glassett calling the, sh- the play in once again here. Double screen at the high post. Top of the key. Everyone retreats from there though. 
Keaton Brown dribbles to his left. Wide open right wing. Jansen takes a three. This one's good. Jansen's first points makes it a 12-8 ball game by four points. 41 seconds left in the first. Benson Harper gets the ball across midcourt against Romans, dribbling patiently and in no hurry here with 25 seconds left. Going for last shot. Now a clock, uh, five-second calls on him. Now it retreats. Benson Harper dribbling aimlessly at midcourt. 15 seconds left. Romans defending him for Badaxe. Dribbles to his right. Gets a screen from Nowiski. Eight seconds left. In the corner. Down to Knobloch against McPhee. Kicks it back out to Bisher. The shot is blocked on the three. Knobloch gets the shot back off. This one's blocked as well. And we've reached the end of the first quarter with a four-point lead for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Bad Axe 12, Harbor Beach 8 on the WLW Sports Network. On to the second quarter with a Bad Axe four-point lead, 12-8 over the Harbor Beach Pirates in the first game of District 96 of the MHSA tournament. Harbor Beach flashes inside from Benson down to Seth Nowiski for his first points, and it's back to a two-point ball game. 12-10, 7.39 left in the first half. Bad Axe by two points. Nice-looking play there for the Pirates to start the second quarter. Romas for Bad Axe, gives it to Jansen. Jansen dives down the lane, and we have a whistle before he can get the shot off. Foul's going to be on the floor. This will be just the second team foul for the Harbor Beach Pirates tonight. It will go against number 11, Jack Bisher. As Harbor Beach, or Bad Axe inbounds to Romas, and he's blocked from behind. And Harbor Beach in transition, and Jack Bisher is fouled on his way up. He is going to the free throw line for two shots. And so Jack Bisher goes to the free throw line. Foul goes against number 35, Chase Walker. That's his first team's third. Jack Bisher... Shooting two in the first free throw, in and out, no good. On the season, Jack Fisher, a 54% free throw shooter. Six of 11 entering tonight. Second free throw is good, though, for Bisher. Makes us back to a one-point ball game. I reach on a 3-0 run here. 12 to 11, bad axe by one point. Keaton Brown, top of the key against Knobloch. Blows past him, puts it off the glass, too strong. And Nowiski brings in the rebound for Harbor Beach. That's the 10th rebound for Harbor Beach tonight. Maddox was six. Benson Harper, across midcourt against Romas. And jump stop at the right block. Nothing there. Kicks it back out as ball's knocked loose. Still dribbling now at the right wing. Tries himself back inside the lane. Goes up strong. This one's no good. Keaton Brown steals it away. And here come the Hatchets with a one-point game. And the lead for the Hatchets, 12-11 to 11 in the quarter. Walker takes the three. This one's way off the mark. And they're going to say last touch by Jack Fisher. Bad axe ball. <laughs> Substitution for the Hatchets, number five. Grady Seltz checks in, replaces Drayden Roma. So out there for the Hatchets right now, Michael Jansen, Keaton Brown, Jake McPhee, Grady Seltz, and Chase Walker. Inbound to the left wing to Jansen. Dives down, opposite block to Jake McPhee. Can't do too strong on it. And rebound ripped down by Jace Knobloch. That was almost too open for McPhee to bring that one in. At the right wing, Benson Harper dribbling now to the right elbow to Jace Knobloch. One dribble off the glass. This one's not good. And rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Here come the Hatchets. Still clinging on to that one-point lead, 12-11, 6.15 left in the second quarter. Into the corner, Chase Walker 
Against Harper to Jake McPhee. Mishandles the pass. Back up to Keaton Brown. Gets a screen for McPhee. Now he goes the opposite way inside the lane. And the finger roll is no good, but he is fouled, and Keaton Brown will go to the free throw line for two shots as he gets a little gingerly there. Foul will go against Harper Reach's number 32. Jace Knoblock, his first and team's second. I'm wondering if that's the same ankle that he hurt against Sanford Meridian. He'd come up a little gimpy on that. Certainly looks that way. 12 to 11, Vanex by one point. Keaton Brown shooting his first free throws tonight. On the season, he is a 68% free throw shooter, and the first one's no good. He's now 62 of 92 on the season. Second free throw for Keaton Brown is up, and it's good. So one for two on that trip. He has three points in the night, and it is 13 to 11. Badax by two points. Their first points in this quarter comes two minutes inside of it. Harbor Beach can't hang on to it. Goes off of a foot as they try to feed it into the short corner and goes out of bounds. Badax ball. That's the third turnover for Harbor Beach this evening. That time they put Brown on Harper, and he got a hand on it and knocked it out of bounds. It's the third defensive player they've had on Harper already. Well, if you stop Benson Harper for Harbor Beach, the rest of the offense pretty much goes with it. Jake McPhee, top of the key to Keaton Brown, dives in the lane. This one's no good, and rebound ripped down by the freshman Benson Harper. Harbor Reach certainly crashing the boards tonight so far. They have 12 rebounds to Van Axe's eight. Andrew Weber down inside to Seth and Whiskey. No foul. There's the late foul as he'll go to the free throw line for two shots as he was felonlessly assaulted there on the right block. This will be the fourth team foul for the Bad Axe Hatchets, and will go against number five, Grady Seltz. That's his second. So he'll be subbed out by Drayden Romas here after this first free throw. Harper Beach's strategy is to get the ball in the paint. Of all their shots, they've only taken two threes in contrast. Uh, Bad Axe is doing what they normally do, one for one from the arc and from the feet and the inside the arc. First free throw from Nowiski is no good. He's a 66% free throw shooter. 14 to 21 entering this evening. Second free throw is up, and this one's good. So 5:23 left in the first half. It is 13 to 12, a one-point ball game between Badax and Harbor Beach. The Hatchets have not trailed this ball game yet. Jake McPhee back up to Drayden Romas into the hands of Michael Jansen at the right wing against Weber. Now Walker to the left wing into the corner to Jake McPhee. That could have been travel, indeed it is. That's the first turnover, believe it or not, for the Badax Hatchets tonight as Jake McPhee got a little ahead of himself before the dribble hit the floor. Go, go, 5.04 remained in the first half. Kansas City hosts District 96, Bad X 13, Harbor Reach 12. Jace Knoblock at the right elbow, down to the opposite block to Jace Knoblock from Benson Harbor, in for two. And we have our first lead change with 4.46 left in the first half. And we have a timeout called by Eric Glaza and the Hatchets with 4.44 remaining in the first half. Mark Gainforth, what are we seeing here from the Harbor Reach Pirates that's suddenly got themselves their first lead of the night? I think the tempo's in favor of Harbor Beach half court. I think they're running their offense, obviously, through Harper, and the guys are cutting off of him. An offense for Bad Axe, I think they're missing some shots in, in the paint that I think they normally make, but I think they're going to see a change of tempo here. I mean, I, coming out of a timeout, don't expect maybe some full-court pressure from Bad Axe to change it up a little bit. 
Well, it is the first game of two tonight in District 96. Harbor Beach and Bannax facing off tonight. They were supposed to play on Thursday, but because of originally weather, as well as the district draw, they said we're not playing Thursday as well as Monday. So then Harbor Beach went out and rescheduled Deckerville, which was canceled due to weather already. Then that game was canceled due to weather. So Harbor Beach has now played in about 10 days. Yeah, maybe they're fresh. I don't know. They look like they're playing very disciplined basketball, half court, as I said. And I'm, again, I'm just amazed at uh, the way Harper has handled the offense and, and actually the pressure from Bad Axe. Harper reached with two field goals and two of four free throw shots in the second quarter to give them a one point lead, 14 to 13. So Bad Axe comes out as acting point guard Michael Jansen across the radio right to left. Or to left wing to Walker into the corner, McPhee. McPhee gives it to Jansen and back to the left wing into the corner. McPhee, he takes a three. This one's no good. Rebound though. Keaton Brown bails him out. Back to, to Romas. Now Walker takes a three right wing. This one is good. And just like that, another lead change. It is 16 to 14. Walker with the big three. Reach trails by two points. Back up to the top to Cano Black over to the right wing to Bisher. Bisher back to Benson Harper. Has a little off the mark and he has to chase it down at the right wing. Still dribbling all the way down to the baseline inside the paint. The floater's up for two points. And Benson Harper with eight ties it at 16 apiece. Just a nice spin move, spin dribble into the lane and nice touch on the shot. Into the corner, Romas, or excuse me, that's McPhee from Jansen. Back to Keaton Brown, high post. The triple team there, back to McPhee, left elbow extended, starts his dribble, something we haven't seen all season. Walker goes against Snowiski, and we have a foul as Snowiski's going to be called for the block. That'll be his first and team's fourth for the Pirates. So it'll be Badax ball under the baseline, and Isaac Wade checks in for the Badax. Sanchez first action tonight replaces Drayden Romas. Romas joins the other four starters tonight as Keaton Brown goes down the baseline on the give and go and he is fouled and they're going to say two shots coming his way as he is fouled in the act of shooting. Foul goes against Harvard Reaches number 12. Seth Nowiski picks up his second quick foul. His second team's fifth. Keaton Brown back to the free throw line shooting two. Sixteen to sixteen, and now seventeen to sixteen with a made free throw from Keaton Brown. Three twenty-six left in the first half. Had two lead changes and one tie suddenly in this ballgame. And second free throw as good as the first. Keaton Brown three for four from the free throw line tonight gives Benex a two-point lead, eighteen to sixteen, three and a half to play in the second quarter. Benson Harper across midcourt, left right across your radio. To Andrew Weber, left wing. To Cano Black, extended top of the key. Down inside the post, and Whiskey goes up strong. Count the basket and one for Seth and Whiskey, the junior. Nice looking move there. Foul will go against Bannix's number 45. Isaac Wade, his first, who just checked in, and team's fifth. So nice little energy there needed for the Pirates. Ties it back up to 18 with 313 remaining. Made free throw would give Harvard Reach their second lead of the night. Free throw is up, and it's good. So, three-point play is complete for the Pirates, and Nowitzki sits down. 
Other for the Pirates, Jack, let's be Jack McGlinsey who just pecked in, replaces Nowiski. 3.08 remains in the second quarter. 19 for Harbor Beach, 18 for the Hatchets. Three lead changes all coming in this quarter. Badex, Chase Walker being guarded by Jack Fisher closely. Dribbling around the perimeter now. Benson Harper gets double screen from over to the right wing, into the corner to Jansen, takes a three. This one's no good. And rebound, though. Keaton Brown with the offensive board. Goes up strong. This one's no good. And rebound, still loose, being shaked down all the way to midcourt to Keaton Brown's hands. Top of the key, Jansen takes a three. This one is good. His second three of the night. And Jansen steals the lead back for the Hatchets, 21-19. Maddox was able to get two offensive rebounds with resulted in a three, and that's one of the keys I thought Harbor Beach had to come in and, and prevent from doing. Or to the right wing to Benson Harper against Keaton Brown. 21-19, Van X by two points. Dribbling all the way down the baseline, cut off there. Over to Jason Olak, short corner opposite block. Spins his way against Jake McPhee, and it's in for two points, and we are tied. Knoblock with six, we are tied at 21. Minute 58 remaining in the first half. Four lead changes, two ties, all in this quarter. Keaton Brown dives inside the lane to Isaac Wade. Jump shot. This one's in and out. No good. Though there's Keaton, there's Jake McPhee to clean up the boards. And the putback is in for two. And Van Axe leads once again 23-21. to 21. Van Axe on defense. Harbor Beach taking their time. Double screen comes from Knoblock and Smiglinski. Back to Knoblock, top of the key. Starts his dribble, and he traveled with it. Four turnovers for the Pirates tonight, just one for the Bad Axe Hatchets. Substitutions, Isaac Wade sits down. Griffin Meinhold gets Caesar's first action tonight. Minute 27 left in the second. 23 for Bad Axe, 21 for Harbor Beach. Bringing the ball up across midcourt, right to left across the radio. Michael Jansen gets a screen for McVeigh, drills to his right against Nowiski. Into the corner. To Meinhold, back out to Walker, takes the NBA three. This one's off the mark. And a rebound brought down by Jack Bisher for the Pirates. Harbor Beach with just one offensive rebound tonight. Benson Harper across midcourt at the top of the key, takes the three. This one's no good. And a rebound still loose into the corner, and it goes out of bounds. Bad Axe ball. 58 seconds left in the first half. Bad Axe by two points, 23 to 21. The sophomore for Maddox, Grady Sells, checks in and replaces Griffin Meinhold. Seen limited minutes tonight. 23-21, Maddox by two points. Michael Jansen across midcourt. Double screen from Brown and McPhee. Dribbles down his left and it's stolen away by Benson Harper. Harper slows things down now at the right block. Spins, nothing there. Elevates to Canole, or to Smiglinski high post. Back to Harper inside. Fadeaway jump shot. This one is good. Nice looking move there. He has 10 points for Harper. Tied at 23 now. 32 seconds left. 23 to 23. Third tie of this ballgame. Double screen at the high post. Gives Keaton Brown the three. This one's no good. Just a little long. Rebound brought in by Jace Canoblock. 19 seconds left. Into the hands of Andrew Weber. Benson Harper has it against Walker. 23 to 23, 12 seconds remain in the second quarter. Harper going for last shot, gets a screen, dribbles over to the right wing against Keaton Brown and Walker. Back up to the top to Jack Fisher. He takes a three, this one's no good, long. Two seconds left, and Grady Sells will take the half-court shot at the buzzer. This one's no good, and we are tied at halftime. 23 to 23, 
between the Harbor Beach Pirates and the Mad Axe Hatchets after 16 minutes of play right here on the WLW Sports Network. Halftime finds ourselves exactly how we started. All knotted up, 23 to 23. At the end of the first quarter, it was Van Axe by leading by 12, or 12 to 8, leading by 4 points. And then Harbor Beach outscores Van Axe 15 to 11 in the second quarter, 23 to 23 after 16 minutes of play in the first game of our doubleheader action from District 96 of the MHSAA tournament. Three ties and four lead changes in that, four, in that second quarter got us to this stalemate of 23 to 23 and lead the way for the Bad Axe Hatchets that would be Chase Walker with eight points coming off of two threes and a basket inside six points for Michael Jansen both off of three pointers Keaton Brown at five points one basket three made free throws out of four attempts and Jake McPhee with two baskets for four total points for the Harbor Beach Pirates they are led by Benson Harper with ten points on four baskets, as well as two for two for the free throw line. And then six points each for Seth Nowiski and Jace Knoblock. Similar statures as, statures as well. Seth Nowiski, two baskets and two for three for the free throw line, including a three-point play. Jace Knoblock with three made baskets. And Jack Fisher, one for two from the free throw line for one point. Harbor Reach with four total turnovers. Bad Axe with two, both coming in that second quarter. Harbor Reach with two in each quarter. From the free throw line, Harbor Reach 5 of 7 for 71%. Banax 3 for 4 for 75%. Rebounding went in Harbor Reach's favor, 15 to 12. 13 defensive rebounds, 2 offensive rebounds for Harbor Reach. Banax with 8 defensive, 4 offensive rebounds off the glass. I'm just really impressed, honestly, with freshman Benson Harper from Harbor Beach. I mean, he has to control the offense. He plays with patience doesn't seem to be get rattled and when he takes shots he's on balance um, which you don't see in a freshman too often in this league and I, I'm just worried a little bit about whether he can keep that composure going into the second half when he gets more frantic and wondering if Baddox is going to put some more pressure on him or the entire team to extend the defense. You talked about it right there and we talked about it off air as well just if Baddox were to extend their pressure to beyond just really the, the top of the three-point line, even the mid-quarter, even to the free-throw line for a three-quarter trap of sorts, I think we'd see a lot of Harbor Beach struggling in their set plays, especially in the second half. Yeah, Harbor Beach's got young guards, and then you would force Harbor Beach to have another ball handler to bring it up. And then we haven't seen that yet. Maybe they have that person. But, you know, Harper's handled the ball probably 90% of their offense and take the ball out of his hands. You'd like to see somebody else beat you. In the shooting in the first half, Banax shot 32% on 8 of 25%. 8 of 5 of 20, or 8 of 25. 4 for 11 inside, 4 for 14 outside for 28% beyond the arc. Harbor Beach, 9 of 20 inside for 45%. Attempted just three three-pointers in that first half and didn't make any for the orange and black of Harbor Reach. So second half, Mark Gainforth, what do you expect to see here? I'd be surprised if the tempo doesn't get sped up. Uh... Badax needs to do that to get uh, Harbor Beach out of their comfort zone. Badax coming out with Keaton Brown, Michael Jansen, Drake Romas, Chase Walker, and Drake Jake McPhee, the starting five tonight for Badax. For Harbor Beach, they are. <laughs> for Harbor Beach, they have 
Seth Nowiski, Benson Harper, Jack Bisher, Jace Knoblock, and Andrew Weber. Bad X will start out on offense, left to right across their radio now in their home white uniforms. Down to McPhee, opposite block, kicks it out to the right wing to Jansen for three. This one's no good. And Benson Harper elevates to bring in the rebound for the Pirates. Trying to take the lead here to start the second half. We're tied at 23. Jack Fisher takes a three in the corner. This one's no good. And Keaton Brown rips down the rebound for the Hatchets. Still tied 23-23 to 23 between the Bad Axe Hatchets and the Harbor Beach Pirates. And we have a travel as Michael Jansen turned the corner before putting the ball to the floor. That's the third turnover for the Hatchets tonight. First of the second half. Well, we don't see the pressure we thought we <laughs> <No>. would see. <laughs> um, but we'll see if they're going to try to lock down Harper and half-court set. That's why you're retired now, Mark. Yeah, that is. The game has changed. Andrew Weber takes a three from the left wing, and that one's no good. Rebound brought in by Jake McPhee. Yeah, Harbor Beach did a good job of getting it inside. They've taken two threes to start the third quarter. Almost matches their entire first half production. Jake McPhee gets the shot inside, and he's fouled on his way up by Seth Whiskey, who just picked up his third personal. And this will send McPhee to the free throw line for two shots. Has not attempted a free throw tonight. And on the season, Jake McPhee, 17 to 44 for 38.5%. Big man, six foot four senior, committed to play football at Ferris State University next year. To join his brother there, and the first free throw rattles home in for one point. Banax takes the lead, 24 to 23. When a dead ball situation here, we'll see if if he makes it, whether we'll see that full court pressure. Oh, Bad XRA has two in the backcourt. Second free throw is no good. Jace Knoblock brings in the rebound for Harbor Beach. Benson Harper, across midcourt, right to left across the radio in the black jersey to Harbor Beach Pirates. Jack Bisher down inside, and it's tipped away by Keaton Brown out of bounds. So Harbor will have a shot underneath their own basket, left side of your radio, trailing Bad X 24 to 23. That ball gets swung, you gotta see it, right? Benson Harper will inbound, the freshman gives it immediately to Jason Oblock at the right wing, or right block, excuse me, spinning his way. Snowiski gets the shot inside, no good, gets his own rebound, puts the second one up, this one's no good as well. And rebound finally brought in by Keaton Brown. Here comes Badax with a one-point lead. Keaton Brown, top of the key, down the left side of the lane. The floater's up, and it's no good. And rebound, Jake McPhee with the jump shot. This one's blocked by Benson Harper. And Jason Oblak rips away the rebound, but it's stolen away by McPhee, and it's in for two points. Heads-up play there from the senior. 26-23, all the points in the second half coming through Jake McPhee for the hatchet so far. Top of the key, over to the left wing to Bisher, down to Benson Harper, passes a little too much mustard on it, goes right out of bounds, and that's another turnover for the Pirates, six on the night. It looks like Bad X is running a little half-court trap here, try to, you know, change the tempo, get some easy baskets going the other way. Griffin Meinhold checks in and replaces Drayden Romas. Michael Jansen will ring the ball up for the Hatchets, leading Harbor Beach 26-23. to Keaton Brown in the corner, because the screen for McPhee goes down the baseline. Goes up, kicks it to the opposite corner, mind hold, back out to Jansen to Walker, right wing. Into the corner, back to Brown against Jace Knoblock. Trying to feed inside to McPhee. Now they do against the three-fouled Nowiski, and it's in for two points. Jake McPhee coming alive. He has five points this quarter, nine on the night, now 28-23. Largest lead of the night for the Hatchets. They feed it into Knoblock, and there's a foul on the floor, and this looks like it's going to go against Keaton Brown. Yes, it is. McPhee's kind of showing his 
physical presence down in the block now. They're making an effort to get him the ball. Our mutual inbound to Benson Harper is stolen away immediately by Walker. And in transition, Bannock's a little out of control, and Griffin Meinhold bails him out. Three turnovers for Harbor Beach in this quarter alone, seven on the night. 28-23, Bannock's by five points suddenly. A 5-0 run. Walker goes on the left side of the lane. This one's no good. Put back from Brown is no good as well. He gets a second put back, and that one's no good as well. Coaching Piaz, and we have a technical foul called on the Badaxe bench. Looks like the magic word may have been said there, as Keaton Brown was hammered in the paint. They are certainly letting them play tonight. So everyone else clears out. Benson Harper's waiting two free throws at the free throw line. And bench technical against Badax gives two free throws and the ball back to the Harbor Beach Pirates. So Harbor Beach gets a score in the second half. Free throws, no good from the freshman. I don't like seeing it a technical. The coach has been doing a very good job staying in the box and keeping their comments. I know that was a maybe a, a sudden burst, but... I think a good thing for an official there is just to tell the coach to calm down a little bit and play. It's hard to coach sitting down now for um, bad acts. So Glaz coach Glaz has got to sit down the rest of the game. Especially when there was no warning before that. No, event. that's what I mean. And the officials have done a nice job tonight. I'm not taking anything away from them. So Harbor Beach, after the first second free throw from Harbor was good, makes it 28 to 24. First points of the second half for Harbor Beach. Benson Harper dives down the baseline. Double team comes there. Spins his way out to Jason Knobloch inside. Opposite block goes up strong. And in for two points for the senior. Eight points for Knobloch. It's now 28-26, to 26, a, a two-point ball game. I reach Urbanek slowing things down. McPhee gives a screen to Brown in the corner to Meinhold. Meinhold back to Brown, spinning all the way around the perimeter. Skip pass inside. To McPhee, and it goes out of bounds, and it's going to be Badax ball, right side of your radio. Badax 28, Harbor Beach 26. We have a substitution coming in for Harbor Beach. That'd be Jake, uh, Jack Knobloch, or <laughs> excuse me, mixing all the names up here. Jack Smiglinski, 6'3 sophomore, replaces Nowiski. Keaton Brown will inbound and goes to the safety valve in the backcourt to Michael Jansen. Against Andrew Weber, dribbling to his left. Four and a half to play in the third quarter. McPhee at the free throw line. Back to Jansen over to Walker. Right wing against Harper. Into the corner. Two against Meinhold. Or four Meinhold. Back up to Jansen. Spinning it and kicking it over to the left wing to Keaton Brown. Jake McPhee. Left wing. Left elbow. Back to Jansen. Gets a screen for McPhee. Going down the left side of the lane. Nothing there. Back to Walker against Harper. Gets a screen for McPhee once again. At the right elbow. Jump shot from Walker's no good. And rebound brought down by Jack Bisher for Harbor Beach. Andrew Weber, right wing. Back to Benson Harper, and it's stolen away by Griffin Meinhold. No one in front of him goes up for the layup, and it's in for two points. His first points of the night for Griffin Meinhold. 30-26. to 26. Lackadaisical pass for Harbor Beach. The fourth turnover this quarter, eight on the night. Andrew Weber, right wing. The zone is giving Harbor Beach a little bit of trouble getting into some continuity on offense. And we have a kick ball as Benson Harper tried to beat into the high post to Kenobloch. So it'll be Harbor Beach ball on their own baseline. 
Brady South checks in and replaces Michael Jansen. 30-26, Ben X by four points. 3.28 left in the third quarter in our opening game of the first round of District 96. In the corner, Benson Harper gets the inbound, takes the three. This one's no good. But there is Jack McGlinsky to bring in pass and or the rebound, and he throws it away. Nine turnovers for Harbor Beach now. Grady Seltz against Smiglinski. This one's no good. Airballed. And rebound brought down by Andrew Rubber. Brings it coast to coast. Goes down, and it's no good. And there's Jace Kodoblock to slam it in for two points on the putback. Jace Kodoblock with 10. Brings him Harbor Beach back within two points, 30-28. to 28. Jace Kodoblock slams it in, but there's Jake McLean to respond with the an old, attempted old-fashioned three-point play as he's fouled on the right block. Foul goes against... Howard reaches number 42, Jack Spiglinski, his first and team's first. So it's 32-28. Jake McVee now with seven points in this quarter, 11 on the night. Free throws up, and it's good. Makes it 33-28. High post, Jason O'Block is stripped away. And the foul will go against Keaton Brown. His second and team's third. Kind of had a role reversal here. Harbor Beach has shot three threes and Badax won this quarter. That's true. That's quite surprising, especially on Badax's part. McPhee's done a nice job, though. They're, they're feeding the post and they're continuing until they're going to get stopped here. Knoblock gets the inbound, can't get to fall, and this rebound finally ripped down by Walker, and Jack Fisher gets called for the reach. So Jack Fisher's second, team second as well. Their season team's third. Banax ball right in front of us at midcourt. 2.42 left in the third quarter. Banax by five points, 33 to 28. Ties their largest of the night. Over to the right wing to Brown. Skipping it around the perimeter. Into the left corner to Meinhold against Fisher. Banax leading by five. It's tied at halftime, 23 to 23. Now it's 33 to 28. 222 left in the third quarter. Going down the baseline, Keaton Brown off balance, can't get to fall. Jake McPhee gets his own, gets the rebound. This one goes over top of the iron and out of bounds, and it's going to be Harbor Beach ball. So still a two-possession ball game. Andrew Weber, Benson Harper, Jace Knoblock, Jack Fisher, and stopping in right now would be Hackett Soper, the sophomore replacing Jack Smoglinski. Brown's been a little quiet this quarter, hasn't he? He had five points all in the first half, nothing this third quarter. Really hasn't even touched the ball much. Benson Harper, top of the key. Badax still in their zone defense. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Badax by five. Fisher to Weber, back to Benson Harper, top of the key, left wing. Skip pass to the right wing to Weber. Back to Harper, nearly stolen away by Meinhold. Into the corner, Hackett Sober just checked in, takes a three, this one's no good. And rebound, Jansen, wide open, Meinhold in transition, in for two points. Meinhold with four, all in this quarter, 35 to 28. Is, the zone has taken Harper out of the game. You notice he's not handling the ball as much as he did in the first half. Benson Harper, over to the right wing to Weber, back to Harper. Harper against Walker. Into the corner to Bisher. Back to Harper. 
To the right wing, Weber takes the three. This one's way off. And rebound brought in by Griffin Meinhold and a foul on top of that. He's going to be charged to Jack Fisher, his third. So, bad axe ball. Substitution for the Pirates. Jack McGlinsky checks in, replaces Hackett Silver. Sophomore for sophomore. Minute 15 left in the third quarter. Bad by seven points. Michael Jansen, Keaton Brown, Chase Walker, Jake McPhee, and Griffin Meinhold out there for the Hatchets. Top of the key, Meinhold. Has two transition buckets, both in this quarter. Keaton Brown goes down the baseline, goes up strong, and it's in for two points. Keaton Brown with seven. Pushes it out to nine, 37-28. Less than a minute to play in the third quarter. Andrew Weber back to the top to Benson Harper. Into the corner, down to the low post to Jack Smoglinski. Can't hang on to it. Brought in by Jake McPhee. That is seven turnovers this quarter, 11 this evening. Chase Walker takes a three for Badax, and it's good. The Daggers are flying now for the Badax Hatches. They lead by 12, 40 to 28. I'm surprised we don't have a timeout here for Harvard Beach to try to gather themselves. Very surprised myself. Suddenly, Badax out by 12 points, 40 to 28. You know, the offensively, Harvard Beach come really stagnant. and shooting, settling for three. And another and steal, and Keaton Brown gets the steal, and Benson Harper fouls it. With 4.7 seconds left. So Maddox will get the ball at midcourt. Eight turnovers this quarter. See if they can get something with less than five seconds here. Brown's going to handle it, try to create, get it right back to him, maybe. Jansen at midcourt, two seconds left, a little... Discombobulated. Griffin Meinhold takes the three at midcourt. This one's no good. We've reached the end of the third quarter with a Bad Axe 12-point lead. Bad Axe 40. I will reach 28 of the WLW Sports Network. Badax Hatches suddenly put a stranglehold on this ball game, entering the fourth quarter. They lead by 12, their largest of the night. It was a tie ball game at halftime. Harbor Beach starts out an offense. Benson Harper back out to Jack Bisher for the three. This one's way off the mark. Andrew Weber, though, with the offensive rebound for the Pirates. Into the corner. Chase Cano block back to the hands of Weber to Benson Harper. Dribbling in the corner. Gamak out to Weber. Skip pass to the left wing. High post to Jace Canoblack at the low post now. Kicks it back out to Jack Fisher. Takes another three. This one's airmailed and brought down by Chase Walker for Bad Axe. 7.25 left in the fourth quarter. 40 to 28. Bad Axe by 12 points. Harbor Beach starting off the second half 0 for 7 from the arc. And they were 0 for 3 in the first half. Down to Jake McPhee in the. Low post, and it's can't hang on to it and stripped away by Jack Misher. Just four turnovers for Bad Axe this evening. Two in the second half. Andrew Weber on the baseline with the jump shot in for two points. His first points of the night. 40 to 30. 655 left in the fourth quarter. That's the first points in four minutes for Hammer Beach. When it was 30 to 28, now it's 40 to 30. Jake McPhee at the right block, kicks it over to Griffin Meinhold, left wing for the threes. Yes! Griffin Meinhold with seven, 43-30. That was a nice play by McPhee, getting setting himself up in the block and kicking it opposite for the three. 
Benson Harper to Bisher left wing, back up to Harper. To Weber right wing, back to Harper, top of the key. Thought about taking the three, does not. Skipping around the perimeter. Bisher back to Weber, or excuse me, Harper. Starts his dribble. Benek still in that zone defense. Giving Harbor Beach trouble this second half. 43-30. Benek by 13 points. Six minutes left in regulation. Fisher into the corner to Benson Harbor. Back to Fisher. Takes a three left wing. This one's no good as well. And Keaton Brown with another rebound. 19 rebounds for Benek. 24 for Harbor Beach. It's the only stat that Harbor Beach has really let in tonight aside from turnovers. Griffin Meinhold across midcourt. Harbor Beach with... 12 turnovers, Bad Axe with four. Majority of those, eight of those coming in the third quarter for the Pirates. Griffin Meinhold. Back to Chase Walker, left wing. Five and a half left in the fourth. Bad Axe by 13 points. Gets a screen for McPhee. Jansen over to Meinhold with another three top of the key. This one's off. And tracked down by Jace Kinoblock into the hands of Harper. Harper dribbling. To Jace Knoblock inside the lane. The jump shot off the glass. No good. Too strong. And Jake McPhee with the rebound. Here comes Keaton Brown in the hatchets. Leading by 13. Across midcourt. Left right across your radio. Into the hands of Michael Jansen. Winner goes on to play the number one seed, Cass City, on Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Right here in Cass City. And feed it down to Jake McPhee. It's not good. It's not good pressure there from Seth Nowiski. Rebound, Harbor Beach. Benson Harper. The young Harbor Beach team. Weber back to Harper, right wing extended. Benson Harper, a freshman. Seth Nowiski, a sophomore. Andrew Weber, Jason Knoblock, seniors. Benson Harper off balance, gets the shot off, but can't get to fall. And rebound brought in by the Hatchets. And we have a timeout called by the Banax Hatchets. 4.29 left in the fourth quarter. It's a full timeout with Banax leading by 13 points at the WLW Sports Network. Meanwhile, back on the ranch, Bad X inbounds to Keaton Brown inside the paint. He gets it to roll over the top of the rim for two points. It's now Bad X by 15 points, 45 to 30. Benson Harper, over to number 21, new man in there. That's Kyle Lesperance. To Andrew Weber, down to the baseline in the corner. Back to Benson Harper inside to Jace Knoblock. Back out to Lesperance. Harper Beach now whipping it around the perimeter. As Benson Harper takes a three, this one short. Rebound brought in by Jake McPhee. 22 rebounds for the Hatchets. 26 for Harbor Beach. A little scrum at the free throw line. Kicks it back out to Chase Walker. Takes a three. This one's no good. Jake McPhee with the offensive board. In the putback in for two points. He has 14. 47 to 30. 321 remaining in the fourth quarter. Badax on their way to the district semifinals. Andrew Weber takes a three right wing. No good. Rebound brought in by Harbor Beach's number 21, Les Ferens, and he is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Badax's number 10, Griffin Meinhold, his first team's fourth. Harbor Beach has yet to make a three-pointer tonight. Yeah, they've been able to get Harper involved in the offense in the zone, either get him at the free throw line or, or do something with him. He's not handled the ball or 
Honestly, he makes everybody else look better on offense and you're just settling for threes. Les Barons with the first made free throw for Harbor Beach. Makes it 47 to 31. Harbor sits down Griffin Meinhold as well as Chase Walker. Second free throw from Les Barons is good. The junior, 47 to 32. There comes a little bit of pressure from Harbor Beach trying to create some offense with their defense. Harbor Beach with just nine points in this entire second half. Maddox with 24. And steal by Seth Nowiski. Benson Harper at the left wing. Dribbles to the free throw line inside the lane. Off the fadeaway is no good. And rebound brought in by Keaton Brown. Brady Seltz, right wing. Benex wasting no time to the corner. Drayton Romas, and he takes a three, and it's good. When it rains, it pours for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 50-32. 18-point lead. With two and a half to play, as the shot's no good from Harbor Beach. Rebound brought in by the Hatchets. Brady Seltz against Benson Harper. Across midcourt to Jake McPhee. And he dribbles it up inside the paint, kicks it in the corner to Romas. Back out to Grady Seltz. And slows things down. Two minutes, 10 seconds left in regulation. And it's stolen away by Benson Harper, and we have a jump ball possession arrow, Bad Axe. So a slew a hockey change here for the Pirates. Number five, Dylan Arntz. Number 20, Haggett Sober. Number 42, Jax McGlinsky check in. Replaces Seth Nowiski, Benson Harper, and Jace Knoblock. Jace Knoblock, a six foot three senior. Potentially with his last minutes there as a pirate. A reach on defense. Badax inbounds to Chase Walker at the right wing. Against Dylan Arts to Grady Seltz. Minute 55 left in county. At the left wing. Nearly stole away by Harbor Reach. Haley Corder Romans back to McPhee. Out, and we have an offensive foul. Has Jake McPhee. He's going to be called for the foul. I just think the official felt bad for... I, that's the side effect of built, being built like a Mack truck. <laughs> and he didn't... Defensive player did not... Was not sad. <laughs> when you're six foot three, 218 pounds, and ready to go play Division three football as a linebacker, you're, you might not get some calls your way. That's the second half. McSteen, he sits down. He certainly was a difference in the second half for Bad X tonight. Yeah. Eight points in the third quarter. Ten on the second half. 14 in the evening. In the corner, 4-3 from Harbor Beach. That would be number 23, Dustin Emmerich. And gets the first three-pointer to go for the Pirates tonight. 50-35. Keaton Brown in with the new man. That would be Christian Peterson. Top of the key. Chase Walker acting point guard against Emmerich. 50-35. Minute five remains in the fourth quarter. Grady Seltz. Again, less against less spirits. Back to Keaton Brown against Dylan Arts. To the left wing, Chase Walker against Emmerich. Slowing things down, just trying to get this clock to be milked down to zero. Awaiting another chance with the Cassidy Redhawks. Badax won the first one against Cassidy. Cassidy won the second one in a last-second backdoor cut from Carter Patrick to put Cassidy up by two points as time expired. And now they'll get another chance with them on Wednesday as more substitutions come in for the Bad Axe Hatchets. 
number 13, Owen Kasiba Jr., as well as number 55. Unfortunately, do not have that number. As a three from Hackett Sober is two days shipped out of bounds, or almost out of bounds, but offensive rebound into the hands of Emmerich. Brady Seltz to Sober, 23 seconds left, 15-point ball game. Into the corner, Emmerich for three. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Isaac Wade for Badax. 14 seconds left. Badax crossman court into the hands of Owen Kasiba. The right wing. Into the corner. And Badax will just let this one play out. And stolen away by Emmerich as he takes the ball. And that is it. Our reach of season is over. Badax advances to the district semifinal to take on the Cass City Red Hawks on Wednesday at 5.30 in our first game of a doubleheader in the semifinals on Wednesday. Final score, Bad X 50, Harbor Beach 35 on the WLW Sports Network. Stay tuned, folks. We'll wrap this thing up, and then we'll move on to the second game between the USA Patriots and the Sandusky Wolves right here on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com.